everyone. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Donna Carrick, the host of Dead to Rights, the podcast, and I'm here on behalf of the Maydams of Mayhem to bring you Melody Campbell, author of the Goddaughter Mystery Series and many, many more, which she'll be able to tell you a little bit about today. But for today, we're going to talk about Melody's story titled The Kindred Spirits Detective Agency, which is going to appear in In the Spirit of 13, coming this fall, 2022. Hi, Melody. How are you? Just great, Donna. It's really, really good to see you, my friend. I've missed you through this pandemic just terribly. Oh, and, me too. Me yeah. too. So tell us about your story, the Kindred, Kindred Spirits Detective Agency, if I can spit that mouthful out. Well, you know, just by coincidence, uh, about three years ago, I started writing a series that takes place in the 1920s. And I just think, you know, how absolutely fabulous this is because I don't have to worry about COVID. At the time, COVID wasn't even a thought. But, uh, you know, to have a historical novel, that's what to be writing right now, because what do you do about COVID? Do you include it? Is it never mm -hmm. over? Anyway, mm -hmm. so with, uh, 1920s, it was a series. The first book comes out uh, with Cormorant Books in hopefully winter. <laughs> It's supposed mm -hmm. to be out in November, but I think it's going to be delayed because of paper shortages. And it's called The Merry Widow Murders. At mm -hmm. the same time, I had came up with this idea for a, uh, for a series that would take place also starting in the 1920s. If you're going to do the research for the 1920s, you might as well use it as much as you can, because it's so much work doing the research. Yes. So I had the idea of a, of a car collision of two people in the 1920s. Again, another mob reference. This is a daughter of the mob who gets into a car accident, or, you know, with her beautiful, I think it's going to be a DeSoto, but something like from about 1927. She gets into a car accident with a cop. Okay. And they're both killed and uh, turn out to be ghosts and get together and form a detective agency. I love it. So I pitched both of these to my, um, to my agent and, and then to the publisher and uh, they picked the Mary Widow murders. It was complete. So that's, so that's coming mm -hmm. out. And she said, what else have you got? And so I pitched this idea to her as well. And she said, okay, let me, let me see it. So I started writing it and it uh, looks like it'll be a two book deal for at least for the um, Merry Widow murders. So kindred spirits, I, I was thinking, what can I do with this in the meantime? Because I don't know when this would ever come out because I have to mm -hmm. write this other series in between. And I thought maybe I could do a series of short stories. Yes. And so yes. that's what I did is I launched in the in the future and um, and the two protagonists have uh, have started their detective engine. Um, detective um, agency they are ghosts they're on a case in this one here okay and excellent I love the opening of it I really do because you know with a short story especially you have a real penchant for the short shorts um, yes. this one's just under 2,000 words you've got to get it in there fairly quickly but you also want it to be a surprise and I think in something like four paragraphs you go from us not knowing that they're dead to suddenly knowing that they're dead and it's just a glorious revelation, like it's not, um, 
it's it's not worked into it in any way. It's just there. It just appears. And it's really well done. I loved it. I thought it was very clever. Oh, thank you, Donna. I worked on that. I, yes. I had to figure out how to get uh, the story across quickly, the setting across quickly. Uh, definitely in the novel part, of course, I show the accident and everything happening. But, you know, that's backstory at this point. So, so yes. yeah, spitting it out quickly. Exactly, exactly. Going from zero to 60 in crashity crash seconds. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I wanted to make it fun. That was the other thing. I, I, you know, recently the short stories that I'd written had been quite dismal. Mm -hmm. Um, Very very grim and and noirish. And I wanted to go back to having fun with it so I could work humor into it again. Yes. Yes. The mob always provides me with that. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I know. Funnily enough, if you are familiar with Melody Campbell's work, you'll know that that's quite true. The Mob really does bring us some chuckles. Um, give us a few of your, your titles, not just The Goddaughter, but you had a couple of other very, very clever ones about criminals. Um, you had a granny uh, cat burglar, for example. Yeah, the B team, I think, is, is yes. one that that uh, I hope I hope will be a series, but you, but you just never know in this game, as you know. But the B team was a spinoff from the Goddaughter series. It was a yet um, a team of mainly women vigilantes who were associated with the mob that went around trying to put things right, trying mm-hmm. to you know, in some cases, you know, with scams with elderly, putting putting them right because of course they had all the tools to do so. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And, and that well, the was B team was that. just a it was just a crystalline short novella, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it absolutely just brought the humor. It really brought it. So I think anybody oh, would thank enjoy you, that. Yeah. The other one that always sticks in my mind is um, tell me if I get something wrong, Nico the. Oh, it's the, the long rearranger. That was yes, it. yes, that. yes. That's in um, uh, the Goddaughter's Revenge. Yes. And, and that's the second in the series. It introduced Nico, who is a, a, a metrosexual out of, out of the Hammer, out of Hamilton. So if you can imagine a contrast, Lunchbox Hamilton, having mm-hmm. this fellow who dyes his hair, uh, you know, blondie blonde and wears eyeshadow while doing um, break and enters. So yes. that, that was a great fun one. And, and he was an aspiring um, interior decorator. So yeah, that was the big catch with that, is he would break into homes and be disgusted with the, with the great rooms and living rooms and rearrange them all. Yes, yes. So they, they coined the phrase, yeah. Yeah, Nico the Lone Rearranger, and I just yes. love that. That just made me roar. So. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. He's, he, you know, that's one of those characters that I think I will have to come back to because I can't believe he's not real. I know. Not just over the border in Hamilton there. I just don't I'll bet he is. I'll bet he is real. Maybe his name isn't Nico, but I'll bet you he is real. (laughs) He's certainly lovable and you should definitely bring him back. Tell us a little bit about your darker work, though, because um, you know, I I write dark. I have always written dark. And um, I, I was very surprised to see you take a dive to the darker, but then I wasn't really that surprised because we're friends and so... I know. Um, But tell us a little bit about those works. It's funny when I saw, for instance, with with the crime writers anthology that it was going to be blind judging. I thought, okay, this is the time to go dark again. Mm 
um, because people expect me. They expect me to be humorous. Yes. And when I'm not humorous, they're disappointed. So mm -hmm. I thought, okay, write something as dark as you go and, and see, you know, see if it's accepted. And it was, but people were very surprised. I know Linwood wrote the foreword and he said, you know, Melody Campbell, who can be counted on for several laughs, takes a really dark turn in this. So I, I know he was surprised as well. Um, I can't stay dark for long. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't write a really dark book. I, you know, have 17 books. None of them are really dark. Mm -hmm. uh, I find uh, to live in a dark world for a year, that's too hard for me. I, I'm just yes. not capable of it. Um, but I can do it for a short period of time. So I could do it for two weeks. As a writer, we revert to who we are. Once we once we have our voice, we keep on reverting. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't stretch no. the boundaries and try different things. Oh, um, no. What is the title of the story coming out in Cold Canadian Crime? Oh, gosh, what's that one? Uh, yeah, Death of a Ghost. Death of a Ghost, okay. So we'll have to look for that. That's coming out fairly soon, isn't it? I think so, next week, I believe. Ah, yeah. next week. Yeah, wow. Week. Okay, so May. We will yes. we will we may not be airing this recording in May, so it may already be available by the time you hear this. So yes. go get it. It's called A Cold Canadian Crime. And yes. it's coming out from the Crime Writers of Canada, and it will contain Melody's story as well. So we'll yes. be worth looking for. What are you going to do next, or, or is it still just buried alive with the Merry Widow? I'm, um, yeah, the second book of the Merry Widow series is the silent um, film star murders. So again, we're back on a cruise ship or, or a, a, an ocean liner going across 1927, going across from uh, England to New York, and uh, two film stars are on board the ship. And you can silent film stars like Theta Bera. Um, mm -hmm. And the protagonist, Lucy, she's uh, one of them is murdered. And Lucy, of course, is going to solve that crime too. As it happens, Lucy is, you, you won't be surprised at all, Donna, is a daughter of the mob yes. who got away from the mob and married up into the aristocracy in Britain. So again, mm -hmm. she has some skills that she can bring yeah. to detection that other people yes. wouldn't have. I remember and when you first fun. told me about this series, I was really fascinated because you've got your protagonist in the beginning coming over on an ocean liner as, as an immigrant mm -hmm. and trying to escape her mob connections. And uh, I was just so fascinated with that. What independence in that time frame? Really, when, you know, I do talk about that a lot, and, and, uh, and Mark Cote from Cormorant Books uh, said that's what he really liked about it, is the fact that I brought in the, you know, women getting the vote, uh, there's a lot of um, lost generation, you know, Lucy loses mm -hmm. her husband in, in uh, World War One. so there's a, a, there's, a, there's a bit of a deep side to that book, mm -hmm. but again, a lot of humor as well. Yeah. 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 And the funny thing is that uh, that came about because Don Graves said to me, and you know Don Graves, Don. Oh, yes. Canadian yeah. mystery reviewer. And, uh, and he said to me, why don't you write a book about Gina Gallo's grandmother? And Gina oh, Gallo okay. is, is the protagonist of the Goddaughter series. 
And uh, so I worked it back and I thought, well, it wouldn't be her grandmother. It would be her great grandmother. If mm -hmm. you look at the timeline, you know, to go back to the 1920s. And so that's who it is. It's her okay. great grandmother. So there's a connection between. There will I love it. I absolutely it. love it. So yeah. it's like a pre pre prequel. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. And you, you think winter, it will be out. And it was supposed to be out in November, but I know they're having trouble with the um, with paper, believe it, at the printers. So it will probably be out January or February. Okay. And the title to... of the first book is? The Merry Widow Murders. Okay. Look for that, everyone, really, because that's going to be well worth it. I can't wait. Melody, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And uh, I can't wait till we release our In the Spirit of 13. And for anybody who hasn't already heard me say this, and you probably have, we are actually friends, not just colleagues, not just co-writers and things like that. We're actually friends and we've missed each other. I, I've certainly missed Melody a great Oh, day. yes. Oh, yes. It's just even good to see your face there again. I know. I know. In the background of, of the May Dams there. I know. Yes. There we are. Yeah, yes. that was quite the day, wasn't it? Remember and we don't look a day older, do we? No, not a <laughs> bit. <laughs> you notice I'm I'm actually hidden behind myself here, so oh. <laughs> I don't get the contrast. Yeah. Thank you, Melody. Truly my pleasure, Donna. Thank you. Dusty road, man alone. His vital signs go on hold. And I don't know what you've been told. But the years have turned my eyes gold. And I told you what you told me. We'd never be in the same boat for free, yet it rides, let it ride.